Hi, welcome to the fourth edition of When the Scriptures Become Real. Again, it's a podcast where we study the scriptures together and where we can learn how to become better and learn uh, from those in the scripture. If you tuned in last week, we discussed when the scriptures become real when we talk about timing. And we talked about uh, Abram and we talked about the mistakes that he made while he was waiting. But we also uh, looked at the victories that happened when he waited and when he trusted in God. And we saw how timing is just so important for the Christian and how trusting and, and waiting on him, regardless of the circumstance, uh, regardless of what's happening and how impossible things look, as long as you continue to trust and wait on his timing and what he wants done, you know, things will always work out in his way plan. And we saw that in the life of Joseph uh, in the earlier podcast. Um, but today, what we want to discuss today uh, we want to discuss the, the scriptures become real when we talk about learning to be content, learning to be content. And, you know, that's something that's so important, especially for the Christian. And, and we hear that phrase so much. Well, you have to learn how to be content. But, you know, when it actually happens, you know, it becomes a different a different beast. And so that's what we want to discuss um, today. But our quote for the day, our positive quote for the day, um, I actually read this, I believe I got it on my phone the other day, and I, I usually try to get positive uh, quotes uh, on my phone just to start the morning, and I thought this one was actually really perfect. And the, the quote I read the other day goes like this, it simply said, adversity provides the opportunity for the best part of us to shine. And I think that fits in perfect with what we're going to talk about and who we're going to talk about. And again, when any Christian or any person that, that calls themselves religious, when they think of the phrase learning to be content, the first person that comes to mind is the Apostle Paul. Um, you know, Paul went through so much uh, personally for the cause of Christ. And there's so many things that uh, he went through. Uh, so many things that just are unfathomable um, to us. You know, we think about, you know, the shipwrecks. We think about the beatings. We think about um, him getting kicked out of cities. Him, uh, you know, people telling him not to preach anymore, not to come back. Uh, it's just, it's amazing um, how faith in God can really help someone go through so much and still be content. And that's what we want to talk about today. And so if you actually have your Bibles, um, just like I do, let's let's go on and open up the scripture and let's get started with our, our lesson for this podcast. And if you go to Philippians, if you go to the book of Philippians and you look at chapter uh, four, and that's where we're going to start again. Um, this is talking about Paul. But if you start in chapter four. And you go down to verse uh, 11. I want you to see what Paul writes here. Actually, let's actually jump up to verse 10. The Bible says, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Verse 11. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, Therewith to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in everything I am instructed, 
both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I think the the important phrase here, if you go back um, to verse 11, and I want you to look at one word, and I think this is a word that we miss a lot when we read this verse. But if you read it again, it says, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned. You know, that's the thing about contentment, the thing about gratitude, the thing about being grateful for what God has done for you. That's something that has to be learned. It's not something that automatically happens to you when you become a Christian. Yes, yes, you know, you are grateful. You are happy to be in Christ. But learning to be content in whatever state, whatever circumstance, no matter what's happening around you, that part of the Christian journey, that has to be learned. That, uh, you know, that can't be automatically in us. And I think with Paul, he learned to be content. And so that that's a whole different mindset when you think about your circumstances in life and think about where you are and what's going on with you right now. You know, I, I heard a sermon the other day. I don't know who the preacher was, but I just heard it on the radio. And it struck me when I listened to it because he actually brought up Paul. And what he said was, you know, you think about Paul and everything that he went through. If anyone other than Christ himself and Job, if anyone could complain about their life every day, if anyone could sit there and and get angry at God, if anyone could uh, just give up on the Christian journey because of what's physically happening to them or the circumstance that's happening to them, it would have been Paul. But he said the thing about Paul is learning to be content. Paul understood that no matter if things were great with him, no matter if circumstances were terrible with him and he's getting kicked out of another city, Paul understood that this is all about Christ and it's not about me at all. So his mindset was totally different. And that's how he could handle all the stuff that he went through was because he knew that it wasn't about him. And, you know, the preacher went on to say, you know, sometimes uh, we magnify our own problems. You know, we say, well, God, why am I going through this? You know, why is this happening? Why does this happen to me when I'm trying to do your work? You know, and, and we get so focused on ourselves and on our problem. But Paul He didn't focus so much on himself. Paul focused totally on Christ. And if you go back to chapter four and after verse 11, when it says after he learned in whatever state he is to be content, notice he goes into more detail in verse 12. I know now he knows because he learned. I know how to be abased, to be humble and to be low. But I know also how to abound. That's very important there for the Christian as well. Because life is a a life full of ebb and flow. There's great times, there's bad times. Great times, bad times. But no matter what happens, God is still there. He's still consistent. And Paul learned, if I'm in a high state in life, I'm content and I'm grateful because God's still there. But if I'm getting beaten... If I'm getting shipwrecked, if my circumstance isn't great, if I'm in prison, if people are after me, 
I know how to be content there too, because God hasn't left me just like I was when I was abounding. And look at the verse. I know how to be a base and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things. I am instructed to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Okay, Paul, well, you can abound. You learn to do this. Now you know how to do this. How do you get through all that? How do you get through everything? I want you to notice this before we before we answer that question. Let's turn our Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And if you go there, I love this chapter. And it, Paul really tells us exactly what he went through. And this isn't just one or two things that he's gone through in his Christian walk. This is something that, you know, he went through after he was, you know, a Christian and the things, the terrible things he went through. But well, I want you to notice Second Corinthians chapter 11, and we're going to start in verse 24. Look at what the scripture says here. Of the Jews, five times received I 40 stripes, save one. Thrice I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Thrice I I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I've been in the deep. In journeyings often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, and perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, and watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings, in cold and in nakedness. Look at all that stuff that Paul went through. And notice, I love how he, he says how many times he was beaten with rods, three times. How many times I was shipwrecked, three times. You know, the, it didn't happen to him just once. All this peril, man, all this you know, bad things happened to Paul over and over and over and over again. And where in the scripture does it ever indicate that Paul did anything other than preaching the gospel and trying to do what the Lord wanted him to do, that he was instructed to do from his baptism? There's really nothing there. And notice, I think this is this is an important phrase to note for the Christian. Even though we do good and even though we do what God says and what God wants sometimes we think well because we're doing exactly what he says that we don't deserve to go through certain things because we're following what he says if that's true then Paul wouldn't have went through everything we just read if that was true Job wouldn't have went through what he went through if that was true Joseph wouldn't have went through what he went through And if that was true, Christ himself, God himself on earth, wouldn't have gone through what he went through. You see, just because we do good and just because we do what God says doesn't necessarily always equate good things happening to us. And I think that's that's a mindset that we have to get ourselves into, because in a sense, we have that spiritual um, entitlement to where we focus so much on on doing that right and we focus so much you know sometimes we have that we have that spiritual entitlement to where okay god i did this for you 
I've done this for you and I'm continuing to do the right things. So in turn, for me doing all this, I deserve X, X, X blessings. You know, sometimes that that's not how the Christian life works. You know, sometimes by doing good, like Paul, you suffer beating rods. Like Paul, sometimes you have weariness. Like Paul, sometimes you have to go through pain. Like Paul, sometimes you have to go through perils of sea and wilderness and false brethren. Sometimes that, that just happens because you're doing what the word says. So the question is, okay, Paul, since you learn to be content, number one, then number two, you know how to be a base and to abound because you learned how to be content. Here's the final question. Well, how can you do that? How can you constantly go through this every single day of your life? And notice he answers his own question. That's why, and this is again, this is why the Bible is its own best commentary because it, it answers its own questions. And Paul answers his own questions while he's, while he's reading it and while he's writing. And so if you go back to Philippians chapter 4, Paul answers our question immediately in the next verse. And if you read verse number, uh, let's see here, let me get there. If you read verse, verse 13, this is how. I can do all things. Let's stop right there. I can do all things. So Paul understood that I can be beaten with rods. I can be stoned. I can be shipwrecked. I can go through all this because of Christ, which strengtheneth me. You see, Paul had a different mindset. You see, Paul did not rely on his strength. Paul did not rely on the strength of Timothy, on the strength of Barnabas, on the strength of other brethren. Even though that's great to have that, that's a great asset and that's a blessing that we have in Christ for sure. But Paul didn't have his strength through people. Paul got his strength from God. And that's how Paul could be beaten, can be stoned multiple times, can be shipwrecked, can go through all that and still be content because he knows that no matter what, every single day of his life, no matter if a beating comes that day, no matter if he's weary that day, no matter if he has pain that day, no matter if he has peril among false brethren that day, no matter what somebody says about him that day, Paul understood that he could do everything and go through everything because of Christ who strengthens him. Now let's bring that to us today. Can you imagine being Paul? What if as a Christian, what if we lived the life that Paul lived? What if that environment that Paul lived in was the environment that we live in now? What if we were persecuted for going to services? What if we were persecuted by you know, preaching the gospel? What would happen? What if we were thrown in prison? What if we were, you know, thrown in prison and accused of doing things? Would we focus so much on our own sufferings? And would we focus so much on 
what's going on with put your name there? Or would you have the type of mindset that these great men of faith had that nothing is about you? And the great thing that that preacher said that I was listening to on the radio is he said Paul's mindset was he understood that nothing could hurt him. And that, that's kind of amazing if you think about it. As a spiritual Christian, Paul understood and he learned. He had to learn this. But when he learned, Paul understood that no matter what happens to him, no matter who says what about him, no matter if he's beaten, no matter people say he can't preach, no matter if people question him, no matter no matter if people question his character as the apostles did, he understood that no matter what happens to me, I can handle it because Christ lives in me. And even if I have to do it by myself, Paul said, okay, I can do that because of Christ, because he strengthens me. That's a beautiful thing for us today. You see, sometimes as Christians, when you do the right things, as Paul did, as Joseph did, as Job did, when you do the right things, at times you just have to, you have to stand by yourself. And sometimes people can't see that vision that you have. Some people can't see what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. And so if they can't see it, you know, they won't be with you. But you think about Job. Job did nothing wrong. He, the Bible describes him as perfect. And all this trial and tribulation and, and death and tragedy and illness and every single type of pain that you can think of that a human could go through happened to him in an instant, in one day. And when all that stuff happens to him, number one, the Bible says that Job never false or never charged God foolishly and didn't sin, which is an amazing feat in itself. And then the rest, most of the chapters from chapter two on, his three friends come to him and try to explain why he's going through what he's going through. Well, if you were more righteous, you wouldn't have gone through this. Well, if you loved God more, then you wouldn't have gone through this. Who goes through something and doesn't go through it because they sinned? What kind of friends are those? You see, they didn't understand what God was doing. And sometimes those men like Job and Paul and Joseph, they had to stand by themselves, but they could do it because they knew that no matter what people said, no matter if people agreed with them or not, no matter what happened to them, they understood that they could do everything and they could go through everything. And come what may, no matter what circumstance it is, they understood that Christ lived in them and they had such a laser focus that nothing would stop them. And once you as a Christian, and once I as a Christian, once we get that mindset, you can do some great things for Christ, not for yourself, not for, not so other people can see you. You do it so God can use you to further whatever he wants done in his way and what he wants to do. And that that's just so amazing to think about Paul and to think about how he did it. You know, it's 
you know, as a preacher of the gospel and from listening to the stories of other preachers, you know, they've gone through some things. But, you know, all the stories that I've heard, that I've ever heard, nothing, absolutely nothing compares to anything that Paul went through. And, you know, sometimes we focus so much on on what happened to us and we make it so personal. But Paul could have done that. Job could have done that. Joseph could have done that. But they always focused on Christ. Not to say in that the, the stories that I've heard before that they didn't focus on Christ, but just to make a point that, you know, the things that he went through, Paul still, still could trust in him. And we can too. And that's, that's what I want. That's what I want to do. And that's what I hope that you want to do. You know, I want to, I want to challenge us, you know, not to think so much on, on our struggles and on our pains, no matter what form it is. You know, let's, let's start focusing on just on his cause and on his purpose. You know, and when we start doing that, God can really use us because we're so moldable. And God knows that no matter what's thrown, put your name there, his or her way, he's going to trust me no matter what. He may not understand. She may not understand what's happening. But he trusts me. She trusts me. He he, and, or she knows that I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. And that's just, that's really, that's really an amazing comfort to think about that. And that's really... That's a part of the piece. Uh, well, you know, that's just amazing. You know, it just really just hit me when you think about it. But that's really just a part of the piece that really passes all understanding. You know, just it's really amazing to know that that you and, and I can be that close to Christ and can be that. He can be so much of a friend to you and I that he's there no matter what. And that's just it's such a comforting thought, and it really, uh, it really changes your mindset and your perspective on so many things. And and that's why I, I encourage you, brethren, just like Paul, you know. And I encourage myself, you know. I'm trying to grow through this too. I haven't, I don't have everything figured out, you know. I'm trying to, you know, do what the Word says as well. Um, but I, you know, I encourage all of us, you know. Let's, you know, from this day forward, let's let's put our our faith up to another level and let's focus so much on his cause and let's not focus on what's happening to us let's focus so much on what he wants me to do and I'll go through whatever and you'll go through whatever to make sure that his purpose is met and once we do that God can use me and God can use you in in so many great ways but we just have to let him and so Today, the scripture becomes real when the Christian learns, that's the key word, when the Christian learns that in whatsoever state you are, therewith to be content. Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. Uh, that was a great study for me. I, I needed that study today. Um, it, was, it was kind of a you know, on the spur of the moment thing when I heard that sermon yesterday and I thought that'd be such a great topic, uh, topic to study. Um, you know, I hope that you benefited from it as much as I did. 
And I hope that, you know, you grow as much as, as I'm trying to as well. Um, and so thank you all for listening again today. Again, you can look at definitely subscribe and definitely like and share. Um, you can look up when the scriptures become real on my YouTube page. Just just look up when the scriptures become real. And you can also look at it on the LinkedIn professional page. And you can also find uh, when the scriptures become real on, on SoundCloud as well. Um, we're in the works of getting an app together, which would be very convenient. Um, and we can do a lot with the app as well. So uh, look forward uh, for the app to come out. Um, and also, uh, I think... Uh, for the Collinsville Church that we're also going to put it on our website and on their Facebook page eventually. Uh, so we'll update you with all that uh, when that time comes. But uh, until then, thank you all for listening. And, you know, let's let's continue to grow together. Thank you.